Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, January 8th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, many businesses are hoping to get in on Missouri's newly legal medical marijuana industry. But it's still illegal at the federal level. And that means bankers have to decide whether it's worth the risk. From a state's perspective, there's not a whole lot we can do about what's required on the federal level. And that's where our banks are running into trouble. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff explores the challenges facing banks hoping to gain business from legal medical marijuana in Missouri. First, the headlines. Democrats are now in leadership roles with the St. Louis County Council. Lisa Clancy is the new chairwoman. And as St. Louis Public Radio's Julie O'Donohue reports, council members selected the Maplewood Democrat last night. At 34, Clancy is the council's youngest member and she hasn't been on the council very long. She took office at the start of 2019. But she got the unanimous support of her colleagues, Republican and Democrat, when running for council chairwoman this week. My priorities are the region's priorities, um, and which really hasn't changed. Um, public safety, safe communities, livable communities, um, economic development, racial equity, and opportunity for everybody, justice. The council picked another Democrat to be vice chair Tuesday. Rochelle Walton Gray of Blackjack was selected four to three along party lines. I'm Julie O'Donohue, St. Louis Public Radio. The Federal Emergency Management Agency is urging Missouri and Illinois residents to get flood insurance ahead of potential flooding in the St. Louis region this year. The National Weather Service predicts that a heavier-than-normal snowpack in the upper Midwest could lead to major flooding near St. Louis in the spring. FEMA paid almost $70 million to Missouri residents who filed flood insurance claims last year. Agency spokesperson John Mills says residents living in areas with a low chance of high water benefit from flood insurance. If you live where it rains, then you live where it can flood. And about 25% of flood claims come from areas not considered high risk. FEMA paid $23 million to Illinois residents who filed flood insurance claims last year. Normandy Golf Club in Belnor is closing Monday after more than 100 years. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, the course owner, the University of Missouri-St. Louis, is looking for new management. Normandy Golf Club announced Tuesday that it would close because the club's operator will end its lease with UMSL. UMSL purchased the golf club in 2015 and leased the club to Walters Golf Management for 10 years. The current operators of the club said in a statement Tuesday that it could no longer afford to maintain the 117-acre property. In a letter to community leaders Friday, UMSL Interim Chancellor and Provost Christian Sobolik said the university is seeking a new operator. According to the golf club's website, it will refund annual passes by the end of the month. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Lawmakers are back in Jefferson City today for the start of the 2020 legislative session in Missouri. Some important topics this year include sports betting, urban violence, and gun reform. Every business needs a bank account to pay bills and employees. But in Missouri's newly legal medical marijuana industry, that's tricky because marijuana is still illegal at the federal level. 
Missouri is the 33rd state to encounter this issue, leaving the state's bankers to decide whether the risk is worth the reward. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff. MRV Banks is only 13 years old, and it's interested in getting in on Missouri's newest industry, medical marijuana. Its operations are small. It runs just three locations in towns along the Missouri side of the Mississippi River. But head of the Cape Girardeau office, Robbie Gard, says the medical marijuana industry offers a green opportunity. Since they are considered unbankable by many banks, it does create a supply and demand, and therefore there is some revenue to be made. Gard pitched the idea to his board of directors this summer. He says they're excited about the prospect of new accounts and fees associated with them. But most Missouri banks hoping to get in on the green are lying low. That makes it hard to know whether there will be enough banks to service the market. At the state's Department of Finance, Dave Doring says the big problem for banks is that marijuana is federally classified as an illegal drug. He says his department has been fielding lots of calls from banks looking for guidance. From a state's perspective, there's not a whole lot we can do about what's required on the federal level. And that's where our banks are running into trouble. He says it's up to the federal government to pass safe harbor protections for bankers. That's something Congress is considering, but it's not there yet. The head of the Missouri Bankers Association says banks have to decide for themselves whether they're willing to run the risk of regulators cracking down. At the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, Executive Vice President Julie Stackhouse says regulators walk a challenging line. According to state law, she says Missouri banks are free to serve the medical cannabis industry. But for those that do, there are lots of requirements. The marijuana business is a heavily cash business. And so banks know that as they look at banking the business, they will have very heightened requirements under the Bank Secrecy Act and any money laundering. Whether they suspect irregular activity or not, banks must routinely file suspicious activity reports to the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. The added paperwork shows they're keeping a close eye on marijuana-related businesses to make sure revenue is legitimate. It's a time-consuming and expensive process, which weeds out some banks. But those that do decide to bank marijuana-related businesses need help figuring it out. That's where consultants like Stan Rabolke come in. He works for cannabis consulting firm Avenir to help banks evaluate whether the risk is worth the reward. The doctors who certify the patients, do you want to continue to bank them? The landlord that provides the dispensary location, the employees who are getting paid by a legal Missouri business, do you want to bank them? So these are all things that a bank should be thinking about right now. Banks are pretty buttoned up in general, and with all the risks, they're not exactly being super vocal about their interest in the medical marijuana industry. That makes it hard to know who's doing it. Guard of MRV Banks does have some concerns about stepping out publicly. He doesn't want to alienate customers. But he says marijuana-related businesses that are plugged into the industry will find a place to put their money, and it might as well be in his bank. There still is a stigma about medical marijuana and marijuana in general, but this is something that's going to be legal in the state of Missouri. Missouri's Department of Health and Senior Services has already begun handing out business licenses for growers, and more are expected for dispensaries. Guard is hopeful his bank will secure at least a few of those accounts. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. 
I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.